Let's pray and then we can start. In the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit, one God, and dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time for bringing us together, for your mercy, for your love, allowing us to come, Lord, and praise you for find you all. And thank you for uh, everyone that's here, Lord, praying for a special message for your spirit to open our eyes and hearts to see you, Lord, and see your glory and see your uh, love, Lord, as uh, as the servant Lord, that came to, to serve and to deliver us, Lord, from, uh, from uh, where we at and bring us back again to being in your likeness and your image. Hear our prayers and guide us through the discussion, through the study tonight, the prayers of all your saints. In your name, Lord Jesus, we say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Okay, welcome everybody again, uh, in person, online. Good to have you on this uh, first snowy day of Minnesota. So uh, it was nice uh, waking up and driving at 4.30 in the morning to church and I see like, actually it is snowing, actually. <laughs> I had to make sure that I'm awake. <laughs> but that was, uh, yes, so welcome. Um, we've uh, starting uh, the, the Gospel of St. Mark. We spent some time last time last week uh, to the introduction and uh, uh, history behind the gospel, behind the person, the writer, Sam Mark himself. And uh, with that, we'll just uh, dump in and dig into, into, the, into the text itself. And uh, as we've been doing before, you know, uh, we'll probably again take our time. You know, it's uh, there is a lot to understand and to uh, reflect and uh, to to see exactly um, where are we at and and uh, and uh, how we can really uh, again the idea of reading and why we read the scripture, why we read the scripture. I think it comes very 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 uh, clear as we study uh, Saint Mark. Uh, this 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 uh, season in order to actually keep in mind always what what does that mean to me again it's not just events not just uh, uh, people who are meeting and and as we said in the introduction you see that the gospel of mark is fast paced you hear this you know immediately it was written probably more than 41 times through the gospel through the 16 chapters immediately 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 so you see that 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 fast pace of the of the of the text and of the uh, events itself uh, with that, just wanted to, to highlight a couple of things from, from uh, what we talked about last time and maybe what maybe we didn't, but the idea of uh, the, 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 the background of the gospel, again, basically, on as we said before, who is St. Mark trying to portray here when he talks about, about the Lord? Who is he trying to portray? We, 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 we know, like Matthew and Luke and John, they are different. Uh, view, different looking or portraying Christ in a different uh, function, if I may say that. You remember this at all? Luke, for example, what is Luke portraying or who is Luke portraying Christ as? We, we said that the, that the symbol is what? The man. So it is the man, right? The man. The, the, the human God in the flesh that is the human, right? Uh, Matthew, as we said, the symbol is the yeah. So he's he's portraying Christ that the Messiah that the people were waiting for from the Old Testament, right? John, we said the symbol is the eagle. eagle. 
ego, thank you. So the ego, which is the divine, the ego that is soaring up high in the sky and the divine nature of the Lord and how he, he is defending that. Mark comes to the to the to the uh, lion, as we said, and as we had the, the, the icon in the in the beginning. But also one, one of the big characteristics of the gospel of Mark that he portrays the servant, the servant, right? And and I was just reading something uh, about this when 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 you talk about about uh, Saint Mark as the the portraying Jesus Christ as the servant. You know, I was reading um, the the the. Uh, contemplation about 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 uh, uh, a church leader about what is the best way to bring people to Christ. What do you think? What is what is the best way to bring people to Christ? Right? Is it like what comes to your mind? Just a general question in the beginning, and we'll see where is that. You know, how does that fit into into the Gospel of Saint Paul? What do you think? Good news. So the message itself. Okay. What else? Love. Yes. Be like him. Okay. Yes. What else? The article actually that I was reading, it, it's pointing at why are people in the US now actually declining as far as members and as far as people are in, engaged into the churches and into the ministry. If you look at the statistics, we know that it's declining. The number of people who are actually actively engaged is, is there. What is missing? Although churches have all those things that we're, we're talking about, the gospel is the gospel, right? The, the, the love is there, you know, the people try to. What else that's missing based on what we were just talking about as the model, the gospel of Mark, the, the, the special thing about the gospel of Mark? Well, Abuna, like you were saying, Mark, uh, Saint Mark is portraying uh, our Lord Jesus Christ as the servant and maybe Maybe like some people look at uh, Christ as like uh, high expectations, you know, he's going to want too much from me and they shy away. So they need to look at him as, as who he is, someone that is going to help, not yes. take. Yes. Thanks, Albert. That, that's exactly that, that. That missing trait is is the servanthood, the personalized person that's coming to serve. Right. Lots of times when you look at at the Lord and what He wants from us, it's you know you you, you have that sense of the, the the demand. Right. I all in order to follow Christ, I have to do this, and He wants me to do this and this and this and this and that, and all those rules and all those you know changes and everything. But you don't think of Him as actually the person that's coming to serve me, serve my needs. Right. And you see this a lot, very, very clear throughout the, 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 the text of, of, of Saint Mark, right? That he is the personalized servant that came specifically to see where my needs are, what are, what are my needs and bringing them and, and help me in, with that in a very, very personal way. <laughs> and when you look at that, <laughs> when you look at that, you see that exactly, I think, again, you know, you, you tell me, but I think this is this is one part that even us who are, you know, in the church or have a relationship, we're, 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 we're most of the time missing that, right? And and you tell me, like, how, what, what, why, why don't we portray Christ in our life as the servant, as the one that's coming to actually serve me? And bring me and see what my needs are, what my spiritual needs are, what my 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 uh, 
uh, whole being needs versus the one that is demanding X, Y, Z. What do you think of that, that, of that aspect of the, of, of the relationship? I think it's easy for us to approach things from a place of like self-sufficiency. So even when we do feel like we need, like we have a need that needs to be met, or like we, you know, there's this missing piece. Um, but because like intrinsically we're trying to be self-sufficient, we kind of reject the the invitation. So like actually be, be certain. That's a great point, Andrew. So that the, the, the actually the, the realization that we are need, we are in need to be served, right? Right? And why is that? Because lots of times, that's what you're saying, right? Or, 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 yeah. Am I misunderstanding you? Yeah, the idea or the knowledge or the or the or the acknowledgement of that actually I am in need for somebody to serve me, to help me, right? Versus no, you know what? I don't. Yeah. Why would I need somebody? Hmm. Interesting. What else? Maybe I don't know how. Maybe I don't know how. As far as how he, how would he help me? That's part of it. Okay. Um, okay. How to take it out How can I? How can I trust him? Yeah. Okay, trust him. Yes. Yes. Not trust him, but depend. Depend. Yeah, on depend on. Him. Him. Mm. I'm used to do everything on my own by myself, then why would I consider mm. depending on you? Yes. It's like, yes. It's, it comes from psychological. It does. Not it only, does. Yeah, okay, I hear. Uh, depend on God. Uh, he's going to help you. You don't have to be alone. All that, okay. But this is something, and then me, myself, looking to the into the problem and okay, I'm gonna depend on that. Right. I don't know how teenagers even there is. Right. Right. So it becomes very vague and very, yeah. very kind of maybe I don't know how. Yes. Yes. That's another good point. What else? Yes, Mark uh, Peter. Mark. Let <laughs> me talk about Peter, Mark, yeah, this time. So even from the perspective, 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 I'm supposed to serve him. Oh, right. Supposed to serve and right. How, how can a God, a creator, mm. a savior come down and serve us? Yes. It, yes. It's 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 the opposite. It's me getting in trouble and asking him for help, but I don't ever see it as him serving me. Mm. I see it kind of as you help me and you take care of me, and I still owe you service. Mm. Mm. Yes. About yes. Do you yes. guys ever see it from that perspective? That's no. a great point. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, like, sometimes we fall into this false, like, mindset that we have to, like, prove ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, like, we have a hard time, like, understanding and accepting grace for what right. it is. Right. Um, yes. Not that, I mean, obviously, like, it, you know, it, that's not an invitation for like idleness, but right. it's not something that we can like prove or earn or like meet the, the like a particular expectation. Do you think that that mindset is valid or not? Like what you're, what you're talking about, Peter, as far as like, you know, how can 
You know, is this something like we're trying to convince ourselves or is that, that aligns with actually with, with his message, with his mission, with his mission, right? We go back again to Isaiah, the first thing like, okay, here is the one that will come, what will he do? That he will open the eyes of the blind, right? He'll make the lame walk, he'll, he'll set those in prison free, right? Actually, if in, in the Gospel of St. Mark, if you look at Mark 10, 45, you see that this is the actual, the key of the whole Gospel. If somebody can look it up, we put 10, 45. And again, the reason we're saying that because it's not, it's not the, 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 the something that we're trying to, to, to make up or to convince ourselves why it comes from the actual message itself. 10, I believe it's 10, 45, is it? Yes, go ahead, read it. Go ahead, Mark. Mark again. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> yes, Peter, go. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, mm. and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm. It's right there. Yeah. Even the Son of Man did not come to, to serve, to be served, but to serve, right? So that's the core of the message, right? Which again is 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 lot of, lot because of all what we're saying. Lots of times that's not quite clear, right? Or like, what does that mean? Or how? Or how could be, right? And we forget about that as this is actually why he came, right? Why he came for that, and that's why several times, you know, and that's why again, as you will see, even from the beginning of the of the scripture, that uh, that he talks about Christ, the Son of Man, right? Yes. So those things we need to kind of keep it in mind because again, as we're seeing, especially the questions like how can we do this or why or should actually, as you are studying the gospel from that view, you see that it's actually, as we were saying a couple of years ago, it's, it's unfolding itself more and more, right? You'll see how is that actually, what is the dynamic of that, right? So when he go and, 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 and heal the sick, when he go and do this, when he go, you see that from the text itself, you see like, okay, this is actually, you know, as if it's a blueprint for us to follow, right? So let's start with that mindset again of, of, uh, of looking and studying the whole study based on that, on that he is on the, on the servanthood of, of the Lord, right? Servanthood of the Lord, how we can that. And this is, I think that's what's needed, right? People don't want somebody to say, okay, he is like another teacher that tells me what to do, right? One of the time I was, uh, when we had the last salt event here, I was talking to one of the people, like, she goes, the first time I actually hear the speaker, whoever was talking at that time, not actually giving me and make me feel that I am less and he is better or she is better, right? But we all felt that we're all we're all on the same level. We're, we're all in need to be served by God versus, you know, you are going to die because you are not doing this and this and this and this, right? Again, that is needed at some times. But when we when we when we look at, at the relationship itself, exactly as Mark 10:45, that he did not come to serve to be served, but to serve. Right? It, it takes a lot of, 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 of trust and lots of actually willingness to try. Right? Willingness to try again. One of the things or of the of that characteristics of a servant that draw people to Jesus is his willingness to help others first, not himself. So we'll see this 
in the throughout the book. Willingness to help others, number one. Number two, willingness to meet others. To see that he's out and preaching and he's out and people meeting with people. He's not sitting in the altar, in the temple, right? Waiting for people to come to him, right? No, he's going out to the people, right? And finally, willingness to give sacrificially to others. So not just to meet, not just to serve, but to do what? To sacrifice, to offer something, to offer something, right? And, and let's keep again this in mind as we're studying this in order to uh, to, to to look at the, the 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 scripture from a view of this is where where I meet with him, right? This is where I meet with him. So we'll 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 take it you know again as an overview. We'll take it again, especially the ch chapter one, which is the introduction. Introducing that servant, right? When you look at it this way, versus just news or just text, but look at as we we will read it here that actually it's it's introduction to to the 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 servant. Who is he, right? And and why is he coming? And what are the 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 the, the proof that he is the servant, right? You see you see it very very obvious in the text when you look at it. Uh, from from that view. So let's read the first few verses here and then uh, see how we can apply that. Okay. Again, again, we'll read as we usually, usually read from ESV, uh, Mark chapter one. I'll read from one to five first and see where we at, or to six, five probably, and see where we at in this. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan confessing their sins. Let's just wait and stop at this point here. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. What from, again, from, from those five verses as we were reading them, and as we were just saying that this is more of introduction, introducing that servant, what, what comes to mind? Like what way does the text introducing, in what way does the text introducing Christ as a servant here? St. John, definitely. So he gives St. John to prepare the way for, for that, which actually can be a paradox because as you will see, usually the person that is preparing the way prepares the way for the, for the king, for the emperor, for the ruler, right? So you'll send somebody in front of him to prepare the way as you'll see, prepare the way, literally the way as the way and to prepare the people also for that. So it can be a paradox. Like, yes, he's sending somebody, but also you know, uh, not it can take him or take him to the to the king again, the lion, right? What else? Would be like offering a way to 
Okay. Yes, but again, I'm, I'm asking what's in what way the text here is, is, is introducing the servant, introducing Christ Jesus as a servant. As a messenger. Okay. And what else? He is the in which in which part? Prepare the way for the Lord. Okay. How about the first verse? Just the first verse. What do you get from the first verse? Hmm? Son of God. Son of God. Right? Who's who's writing now? Who's saying son of God? Mark. Not Peter, Mark. <laughs> so in a way, the first witness that he is that is from Mark himself. Right? And remember, we talked about this last time about the the two two theories. One of them that uh, most of uh, Papias from from the first century, who says that uh, Mark didn't even live or didn't see anything of the life of Christ, and he was given all those information from Peter himself. But then we said also the though more and more uh, resources are saying that he was actually as he, as we said that he left his home country and went to Jerusalem as he was fifteen or eighteen years old, and he probably witnessed all those events that is happening so when mark starts the gospel his gospel by saying christ the son of god what does that mean what is that giving us that he saw all those things that he is coming to serve right so this number one is actually mark's own witnessing and and and, and, and testimony that he is that right but there is another another thing that's more important and more even clear when we or not clear when we look at it because in the translation it says that beginning of the gospel, that beginning of the gospel. If you look at the, at the actual Greek here, there is no article. It says beginning, not that beginning. Like, why is that important? What's the difference? What's the difference when you start as the beginning of the gospel of Jesus and beginning of gospel of Jesus? More specific, which one is more specific? The, the okay, but it's here, it's, it's, it's beginning. The actual text is beginning without the article. We'll get into a grammar, grammar uh, lesson today. Uh, please, online people, feel free to unmute yourself and, and share at any point. Beginning as in the sense that he's, he's writing, uh, he's writing. Okay. Beginning the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Okay. So he's he's it's it's another testimony to he was privy to everything that happened because he is beginning he he is the one telling the story as if he is a person. Okay. Yes. I wanna feel like in the beginning he's more telling you a story where when you start with beginning. It's kind of like an active story. Like it's like the lecture is ongoing. Yes, yes, very close. Yes, I like that. What else? I mean, the fact that he references Isaiah like connects to that kind of because it's like a beginning, but it's the continuation it's of continuation. the story. Exactly. That is That's a very good point. So see this that he starts with actually the beginning, which is beginning of 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 
this is the continuation of there is where the Old Testament and New Testament are meeting together. And we'll get to this more about, about the, 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 the text from the Old Testament. One of the things I was looking to this more and more, one of the things is beginning without an article showing that the expression is a kind of title, not, not, just, not just the beginning of this book. No, this is the title of the whole book, beginning of the gospel. So not just being specific about this is what I'm writing, it's the beginning of what I'm going to write. No, this is actually the title of what? Of the whole gospel together. Why is that important? Because he's bringing back again the fact of Christ the servant, right? And the whole title of the book is the 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 the, the where he where he is taking it from the end of the Old Testament, as we will see, into the beginning of the 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 function of Christ Himself. Right? So it's not the beginning because this is the beginning of the gospel. That's what I'm trying to say to kind of simplify. It's not just the beginning of the book, the introduction of the book. That's not the meaning. It's beginning of the gospel. It's the actual title of what will follow. Right? And it's important to understand this because not just to kind of like depict the, the text itself and the grammar, but it's, all, it's important to understand this for us to know that this is actually the title of the gospel. And this is very, very important for us to have that mindset, right? We're not just reading an uh, introduction to the book, right? No, that's the main book. See, when it says the title, not just the introduction or the main or the beginning of the actual book itself. No, this is what is this all about? Right, as if he's already, as we said before, you, 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 you. He's already looking at the cross from the beginning of the, of the gospel, right? Because what he's trying to do here, when when he talks about about the the, the text itself, that and bringing uh, the the prophecy from from uh, Isaiah and from actually Malachi, not only Isaiah, as we see that this is the whole the whole reason for that. Right? Which actually makes us under, makes us question ourselves, you know, with, with, with our purpose of having a relationship with him. What is that? Is, is that beginning very clear in the relationship or not? Right? That he is coming to, as I said, and as we will say, we'll, we'll see later on that, that John is that person that comes, runs in front of the king, in front of the emperor to say, you know what, he is coming. He is coming to reign. He's coming to renew, he's coming to transform people. That is everything. Right? Beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Son of God. And we say, Son of God, as if it is, you know, this is actually his own witness, his own testimony. What Andrew mentioned here, which is again, as it is written, you see, again, this is this is this is the beginning, right? You know, if you compare this to John, to Matthew and Luke, for example, right? What's the beginning of the gospel of Matthew? How does it start? The, the genealogy, right? Why? Because again, he's introducing the Messiah to the people and he's proving that this is, he is the one that's coming from so and so and so, right? The beginning of Luke, what is it? No, Luke is what? Huh? The narrative, right? The story of, of the birth, of right? 
Why? Because again, we said that he is introducing the man, that he was born from a virgin, that he is a baby that's coming and he's all those things, right? So here you see, again, this, this actually, that's why you see in the Gospel of Mark, he doesn't say a lot about what he said, but what, what he did. This is very important, right? Through the Gospel of St. Mark, he doesn't talk a lot about, okay, and then the Lord said so and so and so, right? But it's more of what he did, the action, the action. And that's very important for us also. And as we said last time, this is one of the Gospels that we recommend even in the mission work. For a person to start to know the, the work of the Lord, how he is down to the to the to the needs right away, to the needs right away. He's starting right away with changing people and transforming people. I will I will make you fisher of men instead of fishermen, right? And they left, and you see that 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 dynamic. Right? So it's important to read this. And when we read the scripture, to have this in mind, as it is written in Isaiah, the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way. If you look at, at the, 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 the uh, uh, source of this, you see actually that it is two prophecies together, one from Isaiah, one from Malachi. Right? So if, Isaiah, first of all, Isaiah uh, 40. And we'll, we'll, we'll read both and to see what, why is it. Isaiah 40, uh, verse 3. Somebody can read that real quick. Isaiah 43. Whoever has it can see. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Okay. A voice crying in the wilderness, Make a way for the, or prepare a way for the Lord. Okay. And then what else? Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Okay. Then keep this and then go to Malachi. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. 3 1. I send my messenger and he will prepare the way before me. Okay. So read now Mark 1, 2, and 3. Right? As it's written in Isaiah the prophet, right? And then now he's quoting. Behold, I send my messenger, which is which is where in Malachi. I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way? And then continues the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way. Of the Lord make his path straight. Why do you think that that combination? Why those number two questions? Number one, why those two specific uh, prophecies? And why he puts them all? The second question, why he puts them all under Isaiah, not under Malachi? Yes. The New King James and the Herbert translation. Yes, yes. In here it says Isaiah the prophet. And if you look at it, if I if I if I if I click on this here, some manuscripts in the prophets only, right? So there are there are some some manuscripts are saying omitting Isaiah and just putting the prophet, right? But if you go to the <coughs> to the original itself, it it says it says. It, it brings it in as Isaiah the prophet. 
as we understand from before, and this is in general for the for the scripture itself and for the manuscript, sometimes things are not written, you know, or or, or, or omitted omitted by 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 the by the scribe for some for some reason to another. Does it change again the whole meaning? It does not, right? But you look at this from the original and the oldest manuscripts, and that's how you 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 uh, uh, determine them. We know specifically for, 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 for St. Mark, the oldest would be Latin, Greek, Coptic, and Syriac, right? And you see this specifically the Coptic, because as we were saying last time, that as he was preaching in, in Egypt and some of the people, especially from the Southern or the Upper Egypt, they did not know Greek or Latin. So he actually asked the people to, to, to translate that to their language, right? Yeah. Good, good observation. Thank you, Ned. Why those two specific prophecies? Let me help you out. Where is Malachi in the order of the book? After Isaiah? Okay, and what else? Where is Malachi in the Old Testament? The last book. The last book. We need to know our Bible, guys. It is the last book. Yeah, but this is because it has the other pseudo or like the, the second canonical. But in the in the text itself, the Septuagint text, this is the last book of the, and even that's not the correct order. They just put it on at the end as as separate by itself. But that's not the chronological order of them. They go into into different. Hmm? What? So Isaiah is the first like, prophet. Yes. First prophet. Yes. The Isaiah is the first major prophet. And Malachi is the end of the prophet. Right? Not only that, this particular text, when it's written in Isaiah, that was God's trying to tell the people that there is actually, this is the beginning of the chapters of hope. Right? After talking about the, the captivity and after talking about the punishment and everything. And now as you start to give hope to the people of the Messiah, remember, this is what's going to happen to you. So that's the beginning of declaring the good news, if I may say that, in its text in, the, in Isaiah, right? And then in Malachi, again, this is the end, as we said, again, that, that, that goes back to the same idea, beginning of, because he takes the last chapter, the last prophecy in Malachi about him and takes it as the continuation of, of the New Testament, right? Now, how is that important to us? Again, I always like to go back again to say, okay, why, why is that important to us? How is that going to help me now as I'm reading this and knowing that? What do you think? So we make it kind of like, you know, okay, not just knowledge, not just information. Well, thank you. Well, it's so, you know, interesting, but no, but what does that mean to me? What does that mean to me? Say again. How everything adds up as far as what? Okay, what does that mean to me? Beside the knowledge. It's all connected. It's all connected for, for in order to do what at the end? To serve the, 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 the main service, the main purpose of, of the incarnation. It tells us that this is actually the what 
God's plan from the beginning, right? And to tell me now that if this is God's plan from the beginning, what's my part in that plan? Right? That's how we should we should read the Bible. It's not just, okay, wow, that's good. Wow, he's bringing this and this and putting them together and okay, it's, it's really good. Like, no, that it, it shows us that actually from the prophets, from Isaiah and from Malachi, this, this, this is actually something that is, is not just not just thrown in there by, by chance. This is God's plan to do what? To prepare the way, right? So what where, where am I where I am from this whole plan? Right? If from the thousands of years before Christ or hundreds of years before Christ, he was <coughs> continuing to say that this is my plan. I am preparing a way. You can't just, you know, accept the king and the emperor without having that messenger first. You have to be, to be prepared. Now, am I really prepared or not? What does that mean to me on a daily basis? To receive him as the king and to receive him as the servant. So even him coming to me as a servant, that needs me to be do to be to be what, be prepared, right? So when you read this and say, "Wow, you know, this is this is something that's so so important that he this is the core of the whole scripture, to the point that he actually Mark is bringing this from here and from there from very two interesting and and, and important location of the scripture in order to come now and this is the time." This is the time. Isaiah in the, 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 the Hebrew Bible has its own weight, right? Isaiah is the major prophet. Isaiah is the one that kept talking about what's going to happen and kept talking about all the prophecies. Malachi has a very, very great weight. This is the end of the Old Testament, right? And you go back again to the beginning of the gospel and see that actually everything is what? Coming, coming together. Sorry, somebody wants to say anything? So the question becomes again, where am I, at, where, where am I from all this thing, from that plan, from the beginning, right? Am I really part of that or not? Or I'm just taking it so light, taking it so light. I had a text yesterday from our team in Nigeria that one of the people that was baptized really wants to talk to you. Okay, and uh, and uh, again, you have to imagine that the data there is not cheap, right? And there is no Wi-Fi everywhere, so you have to actually, you know, uh, like like the team that that I meet with them in another city, they have it in the budget, you know, whatever amount uh, weekly uh, meeting with Father Jacob for the data, right? And if that person is not there, you know, you know, so just to 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 put an effort to call. It's not just like here I am, no, just gonna dial a number. No. He's talking to me, he's, he's baptized when, when I was there. No, the before the, the time before that. Because Father, you know, I, I'm 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 worried. He said, well, I feel the fire is going down. <laughs> really. And you are bothering yourself to call me all the way from Nigeria and paying money. And taking the time, and with the time difference was like 10 o'clock at night, the time that I was available, to tell me that I am worried that the fire is going down. This is how we prepare ourselves for him to serve us. 
it's it's you know when you hear those stories, and that's why I'm sharing those stories. It just makes us like, like really, do we really know what we're doing? <laughs> right? Do we appreciate what we have? Do we really care for it? Again, imagine six hours or seven hours time difference, no money, nothing, just so new to the faith. And he's so worried, like, you know what? I feel like the fire is going down. What should I do? Help. Something to think about. <laughs> something, something to think about. As it is written, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Again, why he's, he's combining both under Isaiah. I probably said it in, in the midst of, of, of what I'm talking about. Say again. Yes, yes, he's very, very, he has his way, right? So, so as he is uh, representing everything, right? So, uh, you know, instead of going this and this and this, no, you know, this is, this is actually, you know, in the message itself of Isaiah. And since Isaiah is the more uh, uh, important, more um, weight, high weight and, 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 and level, he just puts it under that because, you know, the, the, also another thing, because remember, he's talking to whom? What is the, what is the gospel of Mark written to? To the Romans, not the Jewish people, right? So for them, it doesn't matter, right? Like they probably even don't know who is Malachi, but they might have heard about Isaiah, right? So again, that's another way also of, of, of something to learn how we can exactly what, what St. Paul says, that they came so-and-so to so-and-so, right? You know, Jewish to the Jewish, Greek to the Greek, you know what? The idea of not don't get into so much of the details of the specifics, like how can he omit Malachi? <laughs> I can see somebody saying that, right? No, it's the spirit, right? He's talking to people who don't know anything about the Old Testament. It doesn't matter to them Malachi or Isaiah. So let's just put it all together. So you know, it's it's easier for them to understand, right? It's easier for them to understand that. So this again, here we have two witnesses, as we said. Number one, the witness of Saint Mark himself. By saying what? Beginning of gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, right? And, and, and as we said before, Jesus Christ is not just a name. It's not like first and last name. <laughs> as some people like, okay, his first name is Jesus, his last name is Christ. No. <laughs> when he says Jesus Christ, what, what does he say here? What is, what is Jesus Christ? What is the meaning of? Hmm? The Savior and the? No. What is Christ? The anointed. Al Messiah. Messiah, Messiah. The, the anointed. Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, the Savior. So from the beginning, he's not just giving a name, he's giving what? A title, a description, a function, right? To, to them, to the Romans who don't know anything, but hey, here is the one that's coming. You don't understand. Again, as we said, writing it parts in, in Latin, parts in Greek, and then going back to, to, to parts even Aramaic later on, 
some 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 specific words, but he's telling them beginning of the gospel of the anointed savior. Right? So what does that have an impact on the hearers? Right? Not just a name, not just a name. Another thing also, as we said before, gospel is all, always, there is the gospel of the emperor. We said before, last time this, remember? What is the gospel in general? What is gospel? The gospel is the news for something. News about the emperor, mainly. News about, you know, the king or the emperor is uh, going to give uh, uh, taxes cut or giving to give money or going to prepare the road or giving to, so it's good news about whom? About the emperor. So when Mark starts to use this to the Roman, right, it, it resonates very well with them. There is good news coming about not the emperor, but here also he's trying to see what the, the Jesus, Jesus Christ is the, is the emperor. Okay. And back again to ourselves when we talk about this, right? When we hear the good news of whom, not just the name, but of a function. Is he really functioning in our life as the savior, as the anointed or not? Right. All this in just two, three verses. <laughs> so, so it just, it just, it's good to see that and good how to reflect on that as we are reading the scripture itself. Right. Another thing that's important in this here is the, the, the text itself in a way that is written in, and we'll see it in, 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 in verse five, but I just want to go back again. Voice of one crying in the wilderness. What is the, the, the importance of the wilderness here? Especially for us just coming from Hosea, right? What is the wilderness? Hmm? The dry place, right? The dry place. The place that you cannot depend on anybody else other than God. Remember, we talked about the, the shepherd and the, and, the, and the sheep in the wilderness. The wilderness is what also? Remember, we said, I will take you to the, to the wilderness. I will move you to the wilderness. Showing what? Showing the way. Showing the love. Where you have nothing to do other than to depend on me. Back, back again to your question, though, like how can I depend? Right? When you are in the wilderness, as we said before, you have nothing to do other than, in order to survive, other than to trust in your shepherd. Right? Imagine the idea again of, of the, the wilderness in the Middle East, right? Where it's, it's dry, it's really literally dry. Right? If, you, if you've gone astray, you're done. You won't find something. Right? So the shepherd at that point, again, the servant at that point, again, becomes very valuable right i need that the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare the way of the lord make his path straight and as we were saying prepare the way here both literally preparing the way as i said you know the emperor will send somebody i'm gonna go visit this village right so the emperor cannot just go and with his chariot and with his you know uh, uh, everything and go walk into what into mud or into into an area that's not prepared so they were literally do what? Prepare the actual road, the actual path, right? And also to prepare the people. Hey, you know, we have a visitor coming tomorrow. Be prepared, be ready, right? Be ready. So what's from the scripture? What? How can you prepare the way, an actual road for the Lord? 
Can you elaborate a little bit on why does it say preaching the word of the Lord and then make it just pass straight? Like, what's the point of like adding that last sentence? Yes, yes. So, the preparing a road, as we said, okay, if it's mud, you try to have it more paved somehow, right? Put some rocks and whatever and, and, and do that, right? But make the path, make his path straight. What does that mean? What do you think? Any other detours, it's just like a straight shot. Right. Yes. Make his path straight because, because he wants to, to, to come and very, very again, when the emperor goes to visit, he's not just visiting. There is an actual what purpose, actual message, actual function, actual job he wants to do. So make his path straight, meaning don't don't just keep things all, all open, right? When you make the path straight, you're actually trying to, to, to make it easier, right? right? If you have, like if we're talking about the time in, 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 in the time of the Lord, when things can, again, you know, there is no straight path. So in order to reach from point A to point B, you have to go all over the place, right? But if you have a straight path, that is what clear, straightforward, it's more efficient, Right. More open, more seen by people. Right. Yes. Another thing about that is in order to make the, 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 the path the path straight, you have to do what again we talked about this earlier at one point. Right. Straight here meaning also clear, right? So so you have to do what? And also you have to prepare, actually, if there is anything else that is in that path, you have to cut it. You have to cut it, right? It as it's a way to prepare, also, yes, yes. So, so that, that understanding is important also. Like, okay, in order for him to come and serve you, I want to come and serve you, right? But where is, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your job in that is to do what? Is to prepare the way, prepare the way, right? Clear the way, clear. Make sure that it's actually uh, ready for the king and for the servant to come for them, right? I'm just looking at because it's uh, as you said, it's Isaiah 40, right? What verse was it again? Three, yes. The, the original here in Isaiah is actually um, make straight in the desert a highway. And straight here is is uh, from from the 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 meaning of uh, of of just yasar. Which is straight, pleasing, agreeable, be right. So it has both functions of uh, of of you know actual straight and actual what pleasing, easy, right? Not just uh, uh, smooth. So he he's, he's actually he's from the beginning saying that this is actually remember that what we're doing here that he is 
giving witness that this Jesus Christ is the servant and is the one that comes to serve and is the one that comes to reign through what? through his own personal witnessing as this is Jesus Christ the son of God that I've seen that I've you know exactly as St. John said right in the beginning of his of his first epistle <laughs> epistle right the one that you've touched the one that you've seen the one that you've heard so it comes from a natural first-hand experience right and number two, from the prophets itself, and here he comes from Isaiah and from Malachi, two very, very important books to say that this is the whole line of the of the of the of the scripture. And finally, from John the Baptist himself, where he says, Then John appeared baptizing in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance, and saying later on, he will say that I'm not really even uh, uh, entitled to go down and and, and, and and do this and this, right? So all those things are again the main the main thing from that passage today that that introducing Jesus Christ as the servant and as also the one that comes to reign. <laughs> and with that you see that that the things are uh, uh, very important to us also to understand to have that understanding of you know where where are we at from this you know that that, as I was saying in, in, in verse 5, it says, and all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. What does that verse tell you? All the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him. Everybody did. Right. Did it in what manner? Where are they going? Is he going to them or are they going to him? Why is that important? Why is that important, you think? Okay. You want to be? They, they are going to the wilderness, remember. He is in the wilderness, and they are going to the wilderness. They are leaving what behind? The comfort. Leaving the comfort, right? And going and declaring, and going not also to the wilderness, not only to the wilderness, but to, to, what, to what also? Why, why the importance of declaring that they are going to river, to Jordan River? Why? It requires traveling, going out of out of your way, mm -hmm. but also he's bringing back the whole idea of what of Joshua and the Jordan River and crossing into the promised land, right? So as if that repentance is the way for you, the first step for you to do what to meet Christ at the promised land, right? Mm -hmm. And as if without that, going back again to all the history of Jordan, of, of the Jordan and of the of the fights and of the struggles and of the victories and of the defeats and all that thing, but this is where you have to to meet, right? And not only that, but the word itself here, as you were saying, it 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 has the the, the understanding that they kept going. In in the Greek, there went. They went out. The imperfect tense signifies they're kept going up. Kept going out. There is there is there is a movement of people going out. 
right? To do what? To do what? Not just to be baptized, but to do what? To repent, exactly. So here it's important. All the country of Jia and all the Jerusalem were going out to him and were being and were being in the river, confessing their sin, right? So meaning that that it's not just the baptism will make them no. It is it is the the because again at that time baptism again you know was one of the of the of the rituals in the in the in the Jewish tradition the 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 washing they call it the washing so you 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 go and you wash yourself you know if you have this and this and this and you want to be purified go and wash yourself you might remember uh Naaman the Syrian and remember you know the leper and remember go and wash yourself so that baptism at that time what he was saying wasn't something totally out of the of the of the of the although this is written the gospel is written to the Romans but now he's giving the story of whom of the Israelites Right? So let's not confuse the, the message that the text is for the Romans. But what happened for the people who are already aware of that? They know very well what the Jordan River means to them. They know very well what is the is the is the washing mean to them. But he's saying now it's not just about the washing. It's not just about the, the ritual that you're doing because you know you have to be washed in order to be clean. It is much more than that. It's what, first of all, the repentance of sin. Right. And from there, you start to go after this right away. After okay, uh, now John was closed with the camel and and eating from the wilderness, eating what what the wilderness is providing him, and being closed with what the wilderness is providing him, and preaching and saying this, and then comes after this. You see again the 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 pace of the scripture itself where it says at, at verse 10 when he came out of the water immediately he saw the heavens being open and then later on it said immediately he was drove out to the wilderness to do this and this and this so you see again the fast uh, 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 pace of of the text itself right again i think if something we we, we can focus on is the the understanding of again not the beginning as a as a, a descript, describing the book but the beginning of as when Saint Paul says finally brethren right do this and this like this is the summary of everything here this is the 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 arch of everything the word itself in Greek the archie right the 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 head of everything is that he is coming Jesus Christ the Son of God the anointed the Savior to come, but you have to be prepared for that and you have to prepare your heart in order for him to be able to, to save you and to get you there. Questions? Yes. David in the Hebrew text is not considered a prophet, right? So we always have the 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 Nevi'im and the prophets and the writings, right? So in in the in the classification of the Hebrew text in the Hebrew uh, mindset that the prophets are the prophets, starting from Isaiah, right? So we have the Nevi'im, which is, uh, and we have the writings. We have all the poetic poet. poet uh, I can talk books, you know, the, the, the Psalms and, and, and that those are not considered as 
the the so we have the, sorry we have the Pentateuch you know we have the Torah the five original and then we have the the uh, writings which is the poetry and then we have the Nabiim which is the prophets right from the word itself in Arabic right. Well, he's a prophet in a way, but as the, the 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 division or the classification of the books itself, as it is one of the section of the poetry, right? Those are the 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 proverbs, the song of songs, the psalms. This is one section by itself in the in the actual Hebrew uh, classification of the Bible itself. Right? Yes, go ahead. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a combination of too many things, Emma, but I think first, first of all, the understanding of the value of what he received, right? And, and us forgetting, what is it? We take it for granted. We're Christian, whether we're Orthodox, non-Orthodox, whatever, but we're Christian and it's something that, you know, we don't understand the value, don't, we don't value the, the gift, right? Number one, number two is what he actually uh, uh, tasted, right? If I taste something and it's, I love it and I enjoy it, I don't want to lose it, right? I'm gonna be crazy, but you know, you know, if you have a bottle of wine at home, right, and you enjoy your uh, your glass of wine at the end of the day, you make sure that the wine doesn't wet. Run out. Yes. That, that, that's very, very important and very uh, neglected concept, to be honest with you. Again, I always say that we were not tasting. We're not tasting enough. If I taste that this is good, and that's what the Lord said, taste and see how, the, how good the Lord is, right? If I'm tasting, right, once I feel like I'm running out of that, I have to do something. Have to do something, right? And for the people, as we're starting and studying, you know, the first chapter of Mark, people were thirsty, right? Why would they come running once John the Baptist came and said, "Come"? Why would they go all the way to the to the wilderness to to the Jordan River? Why? Why is that? What do you think? John came after how many years of Malachi? Almost 400 years with no prophecy, with dryness, with everything that is really, really killing them. 400 years of no prophecy. Imagine that. People who are used to have a prophet, have the word of God. 400 years. So when, when John the Baptist came, and they know because the end of Malachi actually said that John the Baptist or somebody will come with this, or in the spirit of Elijah, right? Right, so they knew. 
that no, this is the one that we're waiting for to prepare the way. That's why, again, bringing the text to them was like, you know, this is what you're waiting for. And that's why we'll go all the way to the wilderness and repent and be ready. I think, I think number one, we need to taste. We need to taste. And we need to ask for that. Like, Lord, let me taste. I, 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 I feel till now I haven't tasted how sweet you are. Maybe I'm going through, I was just talking to a person earlier today. Uh, he's Jewish and he is into, into Christianity, baptized into Christianity, but not into Orthodoxy yet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I was talking to him and he goes like, you know, one of the things that kind of, you know, maybe pushed me away from Orthodoxy is because it's so ritual like Jewish. And I don't want to have that same experience again. Makes sense. If we're just going into the motions and going into the, the rituals without understanding. But when we were talking, I talked like, but I never heard, never thought of this of it this way before. And you start to really explain what does it mean. Right? So I think we need to take take you know step back actually and see what are we doing. Right? And what does that mean? And does it really give me a, a taste of how sweet the road is or not? Right? Number two is appreciate and see exactly what we have. Number three, know that there is danger of losing, right? And this is this is the urgency. Again, you know, Thomas called me like, okay, so and so wants to talk to you. Are you available? And I know you're traveling. I said yes, I'll, I'll be available. <laughs> okay. So the fear of urgency is, is we're not there. It's not there. We're numb. Our hearts are numb. Right? We're, we're growing callous in our hearts. And that's sign of the last days, to be honest with you. You know what the, the, the scripture said that at the end of the days, the love of people will what will grow cold. Right? So it's not there. Why? Because we're 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 comfortable. Again, back to what Andrew was saying earlier. We're comfortable. There is no urgency. But when we keep that whole purpose and the whole plan and the whole story, life in our minds and our hearts. And, in our eyes all the time, we, we feel that there's, there's, there's urgency. There's urgency. I, I shared with you before the story of the lady, the young lady that I went to the hospital and, and presmated and gave her communion. We were praying her funeral earlier today. And she, 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 she felt the urgency. Like, I'm not gonna let this go. I know that I'm going, you know. In a way, you know, she's blessed because she knew that she's gone. And that's why she, 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 she was acting on it as it's an urgent thing, right? Going back again to our church and our rituals and our teaching, when we pray every night, like, okay, this is the end of the night. And it could be the end of the day. It could be end of life, right? Grieve my soul on your sins because that could be the last day. But if we don't take a moment to, to, to think and read that and think of it, sorry, I went on a <laughs> But it's very important and it's very um, rewarding when you see that when you have that mindset, you see how God is actually giving you more and more and more, more and more. 
just the idea again of just like God, please, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, this is the, all this doesn't make any sense. It's very dry. I hate it. I don't like it. I'm just going, going, you know, day in, day out. Let me see something. Let me see something. You think he will let you down? Most of the stories of the Muslim converts comes from this. Who, whatever you are, whoever you are, show me that you are right. And they see and literally see. I would say 95% of the stories of the convert to Christianity, they literally saw something. We don't need to see something because we know. We see him on the altar every day. Don't, and again, don't depend on, 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 on emotions, on feelings, but on the mindset, on the faith of what, what, what's happening, where are we at? We'll learn more and more as we go through the text. So just uh, read it as we're studying, read it and read it slowly. And again, every time, all what you're talking about, whenever you see an encounter, okay, how is that fits in the whole picture of Christ, the servant that's coming to serve me? Where, where, am, where am I from this story? Where am I from Simon? Where am I from the Simon's uh, in-law? Where am I from the leper? Where am I from, from the crazy <laughs> possessed person? Where, where am I from all those people? Next uh, Friday, gatherings, I'm leaving to Egypt Sunday night. Uh, Friday the 21st, we'll have Abu Namusa with us, and he's actually going to have the Bible study. Uh, beautiful, beautiful person that I really uh, hope that you can meet him. But we'll just push it to 7 o'clock. I think he's coming uh, 6 o'clock. His flight is 6 o'clock. So by the time he'll come and he's willing to do the Bible study, so don't... Uh, uh, make me feel, feel uh, <laughs> he loves he loves Minnesota and loves the people here and uh, you'll you'll definitely have a, a very very blessed experience with a, a man of God as we call <laughs> will I be online to be online also I'll give uh, all the things to somebody here that make sure that we have mm -hmm. so uh, I will continue with you uh, next Sunday next Friday the 22nd uh, 21st at seven o'clock. Uh, the following Friday uh, will not be, uh, there, will, there won't be study um, because I'm coming 29th in the morning. So this way you're just missing one week, which is the 28th. Good. He's doing uh, Saturday lunch. So he's coming Friday the 21st. He's praying Saturday the 22nd uh, from 9 to 11.30. And there will, there will, there will not be service on the 23rd. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you all. Good to have you. Um, and uh, we'll uh, keep praying and keep reading and uh, ask God to, to have that encounter like everybody else. Um, um, okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord God. I mean, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the the love, Lord, that you give us, Lord, that you're coming, Lord, to serve us, Lord. It's beyond our understanding, Lord, beyond what we can we can we can even imagine, Lord. The Lord of Lord, the God of Gods, the Creator, 
is coming down, Lord, to, to wash our feet, Lord, to wash my feet, Lord, and to serve and to bring us from uh, the depth of where we at, Lord, into the glory, Lord, to, to be with him, with you, Lord, in the in heavens, Lord. I, I pray, Lord, that we really, as we're going through this text, Lord, that we really see that, Lord, understand that, and and, and take that with us, Lord, every week, Lord, to, to see exactly, you know, how much you are so loving, Lord, and how much you are really serving me, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord, in order to see, Lord, and give us the strength, Lord, uh, this week, Lord, how to prepare, Lord, the way, prepare the path, prepare, Lord, the, the the time and the heart and the life and everything, Lord, to receive you, Lord, as you come and serve and as you come and wash and as you come and give us, Lord, new life. Hear our prayers, Lord, always praying for those who are in need, those who have no one to remember them, Lord, those who have, uh, those who do not want you, Lord, those who are turning away from you, Lord, open our eyes and eyes of everyone, Lord, that uh, really see, Lord, how sweet you are. Allow us, allow us to taste, Lord, the sweetness of being with you, Lord, to appreciate, Lord, what we have, to have the feeling of urgency, Lord, that uh, that we might not have this opportunity, Lord, but to come to you, Lord, every day, Lord, and uh, surrender our life and our hearts and give you, Lord, uh, all our weaknesses and uh, walk away, Lord, with you, with all the joy, all the hope, all the faith, Lord, that uh, you've done everything. Lord. Allow us to go and meet you, Lord, at the Jordan River, Lord, where we repent, where we confess, where we move on lord and cross over lord to the to the promised land lord with all the glory that's in there lord hear our prayer and supplication prayers of all your saints in your name lord hear us when we see our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name The love of God, the Father, the peace of all begotten Son, and give the Holy Spirit with you. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Good to see you all, and uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Let's see Thanks you. Everyone. Hopefully, everybody. Thank okay. you, Abuna. Okay, thank, thank you. you all. Oh, Good to see you, George. Take care. Bye. Bye, Abuna. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.